You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Akuda travels well. Going to third beach ball underneath of He's a Sport. Three lengths away the rest. Turning for home in the cup. 29.6 the third quarter. Swayze shaken up a length and a half to Akuda trying to go with him. Then beach ball and He's a Sport. Swayze finding a length on Akuda who's coming. Then beach ball. Swayze still in front. Akuda can't reach him. Then came beach ball, but it's Swayze for the Riverina boys, an Australian hero. Swayze won the New Zealand Cup by three lengths from Akuta. Started the second favourite behind Akuta, but what that does is just set the scene for this Inner Dominion series, which kicks off at Albion Park on December 1 with those mild heats. And as Chris Barsby joins me, which one? I mean, Chris, would you be shocked if anything else won the Inner Dominion final on December 16 away from Swayze and Leap to Fame? Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. As of right now, I would be because I think they're the main two. But when you break it down with Swayze, so he's come out and dominated the New Zealand Cup. The first round of heats is two weeks away. There's a possibility that he's going to start again this Friday in the show day free-for-all, Steve. He is amongst nominations this morning and a decision is going to be made very soon on whether he starts again on Friday. Then he's got to return home and I'm tipping he'll have to come home via Sydney, then transport up to Brisbane, go through three heats, and then line up in the final. This is going to be some sort of effort. If he can get through this series off the back of what he's done in New Zealand this week and and win and beat the hometown hero, Leap to Fame, I think it's almost impossible when you really start thinking about it. But if anyone can do it, it's Jason Grimson because his record in these big races is absolutely phenomenal. So he's the right man for the job, but uh, when you start really thinking about what's involved logistically, I think it's a really tall order, but you just can't go against this person when it comes to big races, Jason Grimson. Sounds like a massive ask, and as I said, Chris, I know you touched on it yesterday. I I just think it's extraordinary that two favourites for this inner dominion are the brothers, uh, Swayze and also Leap to Fame. They have met, of course, and last time they met, uh, Leap to Fame had the flat tyre, didn't he? Yeah, it's the only time they've met, Steve, so uh, one nil in favour of Swayze. So that result yesterday, a huge result for Racing Queensland because... They're the organisation that's hosting the Inter-Dominion series, which starts on December 1. So now they've got this great opportunity to really promote the series heavily. I think the Trotters take care of themselves. They've got the defending champ, Just Believe, who resumes on the weekend going up against the star mayor. But as far as the pacing series is concerned, they can really go hard now with this promotion between, you know, the two brothers, brotherly love, uh, Larry versus Patrick. I think his stable name might be Lenny. So Larry versus Lenny, whatever you want to call it, it's the rematch, Steve. So they've got ample opportunity to really push this series now and get it out there into the general wider public space and uh, create some interest for the sport. Absolutely. And, of course, we should mention that mare. She just keeps winning. I know she was covered up wide oh. she yesterday, but she wins again, Millwood Nike. I think that was her best career victory yesterday, Steve. She was phenomenal yesterday because she was three wide all the way. At one she point she cover, was... Chris? Oh, she did have cover, but she's three wide all the way in 154 speed, Steve. She pulled four wide around the 500, put six lengths on them. 
Six lengths, and she was so good getting through the line. I think that was a PB performance yesterday. She was remarkable. Um, to, to cover that much ground, yes, she did have cover, but to put them away as easily as what she did, and she was running away from some pretty good fillies. This Mantra Blue, there's huge wraps on her. She buried her, so she's got the New Zealand Oaks at her mercy, and then it'll be very interesting to see which way they go with her. But a sweet 16 yesterday, 16 straight victories, unbeaten. Incredible, uh... Graham Dwyer has been waiting patiently. He joins us. Graham, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Uh, a lot to ask uh, of you this morning, uh, but firstly, we'll, we'll focus on your runner today in Melbourne. We'll, we'll get to Reckliff in just a moment, but the stable star, not as promised, the last start, Group 1 of Victoria Trotter's derby when it lines up in this Breeders' Crown heat. Is he A-OK ready for action? Yeah, no, everything's really good, Chris. Um, you know, we feel a lot better this time going into a race than we did last time, so... Uh, since that run, he hasn't missed a feed um, and hasn't looked back. OK. That being said, you were trackside at Albion Park yesterday. Lane set to drive tonight at Reckliff. Who's with the horse? Uh, Dennis Grease is a good mate of mine and uh, he's in good hands and uh, he's been overlooking Lane the whole time. Down there, he's sort of like a... taking my role as his father, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, so Lane's been in good hands and so, so is the horse. So um, nothing will be lost there. Okay, Nathan Dawson, the number one driver in the country. He's booked a partner, not as promised. Now, was that a bit of a an arm twist there with Nathan, or he was already locked and loaded? Oh, listen, it's been a dream ride for everybody, and uh, you know, and, and the dream's not over. And uh, I think Nathan's really on board with that. He, that was his biggest thrill there a couple of weeks ago as well. So, um, I think he's excited as much as we are. All right, the horse that got very close in the derby, Prince of Rock, lines up in this same heat as well. So we're talking about race eight today at Meribara, 4.55 Queensland time. He, he obviously looks the hardest to beat, Prince of Rock. Oh, definitely. He's run with Super the other day. Um, you know, he, he stepped up from the heat and in the final, he, he was brilliant. So, you know, I'd expect him to be uh, very good again today. I just hope we got a more forward uh, position in the race. Um, without working as hard, I suppose, and, uh, and and have more control of it, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, but hopefully we qualify as number one and, uh, you know, if we win, that's great. And if not, well, as long as we're in that race in a, in a couple of weeks. OK, so how do you think Nathan will play this at the start? Uh, what, what are you hoping for and how do you think Nathan plays it? Well, I think because, um, you know, we're probably the favoured runner off the front line. I think uh, just sliding forward and even getting to the chair at best, at worst, I suppose, would be uh, not, you know, a silly thing to do and um, could probably control it from there. And, you know, as I said, like, uh, qualifying's number one and I think he could easily do that if he went forward and done that. Um, and he may even find the, uh, the top, but uh, if not, it's not the end of the world. I think he can still qualify sitting in the chair. OK. There's only the two heats for the three-year-old Colts and Gelding, so what are we looking at to safely qualify? Top five? Well, I think... Or is it top six? Well, that's what I'm not really sure. But obviously, top five would definitely be it. Um, but whether they have a 12 and a final, that's what I don't know. But you know, we're, we're trying to be at the pointy end of the of the qualifying thing. So we'll um, we'll go with the one, one, two at best as a start. Work down from there. Fair enough. So when does Lane arrive back in Brisbane? He he's back. He's back at school today. He's got a bit of catching up to do and. Uh, yeah, so he's he's back there today, and um, he'll be there tonight. Okay, gee, he's a busy boy then. Like he's looking after this horse. He's got school. It's it's all happening. 
Yeah, it was a big call to sort of uh, drag him away from school, but um, I think as life goes on, I think uh, what he's learnt in the last month and a half is far more what you can learn in the classroom. That's how I look at it because the responsibility he had was, you know, quite big and, and he's come through it. So I'm pretty sure he's, he's um, you know, he's learned a lot from it and will benefit more down the track. Yeah, we've got the Botra Queensland Young Drivers Championship starting tonight and he's part of that group of drivers as well. So it is busy, busy, busy for Lane. Yeah, it is. It's, um, you know, it, he would do a lot more than any normal 16-year-old and, uh, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, it's a lot of work, but, you know, it keeps him sort of grounded as well. So there's, you know, he, he doesn't seem to worry and um, no, he's, he's reaping the rewards from what he, all his hard work anyway. Excellent. So with not as promised, he's got today. Hopefully he qualifies for the final. There was talk about the New Zealand trotting derby, and that comes up, I think, uh, early December. Have plans progressed uh, since, you know, that was first talked about, Graham? Yeah, well, it's, the big thing would be how he goes tonight, really. And, uh, and if we're sort of in a position where, you know, we're one of these better ones in this series, well, um, we definitely will consider it because the horse owes us nothing and, um, it's actually not a brilliant year in New Zealand either as far as depth. Um, there's probably horses as good as in there, but, uh, you know, with a bit of luck on our side, we might sort of um, do all right over there. So, well, we've raced one of the ones that's won the derbies over there. So you've got that as a yardstick. As long as you go well today, you know, why not? You know, I can't see why we, we shouldn't. And um, But we just want to make sure we go well tonight, especially after, you know coming down here and then if we step up again well we're on the right track and I'm sure he will because he's very progressive you know yeah does yesterday's result uh, with Swayze uh, taking the cup give you that little bit of extra confidence well it's just the old um, we're always underrated aren't we and uh, even say Australia to New Zealand but I think the tide's really turned now because um, they've been sending all the good ones for us for the last how many decades and now we're starting to get the depth that they haven't got so um yeah, I, I believe we've got some good cattle over here now and uh, and it's starting to show. We're starting to win big races around the place and, you know, we've got Leap to Fame as well, you know, so, yeah, I can't see why we can't take them on. Yeah, excellent. You've got a, a number of runners tonight. I'll go through them. Luxury Lad, he was awesome winning on Cup Day last week. Uh, he went super fast time. Can he repeat? Yeah, he, he's really good. Um, well, I expect him to go well today, so... We'll be driving in confident, um, you know, and whoever wants to get in the mix with him will sleep well tonight, I suppose, because, uh, no, we're very happy with him and I'm sure he'll do well. So he didn't shock you with the way he went about it last time out rating that time? No, well, he's gone 52 in town and, um, you know, it's especially when he gets there how he wants to, you know, he will, uh, he'll do well, you know. So, All right. Yeah. Race two tonight. This is the first heat of the Botcher Young Drivers Championship. Charlie Maxey, close to a win tonight. Landsgate two. Riley Butt will take the drive for you here in this uh, race tonight. Do you give it a chance? Oh, I think he's had plenty of goes, Chris. So I, um, you know, we've we've been sort of hanging on to him for another bonus next year. So, you know, we haven't got a huge opinion of him, um, but he is capable. But uh, whether he can win tonight's another thing. Okay. Main race tonight at Redcliffe is the Cup Day at the Bay Final. So we had heats staged on Melbourne Cup Day at the non-tab meeting. By far and away, the most impressive was your guy, Major Mondo. So he's unbeaten for you. Three starts here locally, three wins. Can he take the final? Well, I think so. He's very honest and um, courageous as well. So, I, 
I can't see why he couldn't, but he's got to um, overcome a bad draw, you know, or a tricky draw. Um, but I'm sure Brendan will sort of, you know, give him the best trip he can, and uh, well, I think with the right sort of luck there, he'll be in the finish. All right, I wanted to ask about the draw. What was your initial reaction when you saw gate nine? Well, it just adds a bit more work that he's got to do, you know. Um, but he can sit and sprint, so it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah, but I'm sure Brendan will make that right decision. Like, he'll have the reins to do whatever he needs to do at whatever time and, you know, just react to the race, and I'm sure he will, and um, he'll come out on top, hopefully. All right. You've got two runners in race seven tonight. This is the maiden. Someone's watching and Craddock. I want to ask the question, which one do you think will win their maiden race first? <laughs> oh, you've asked the <laughs> hardest question. <laughs> Can we just say, will they win a race at all? Like, uh, they've, they've all had um, plenty of goes, but um, I actually believe Craddock's got the ability to, to win the race whenever he wants. Um, whether that's tonight, I don't know, but... Uh, but having said that, someone's watching might hit the pegs first, might get the run he needs. It could be tonight for him. So um, I'm thinking someone's watching. The other fella can do a bit wrong, but uh, he's slowly getting it. And uh, he has got the ability to, to be able to win it when he wants. How frustrating has Craddock been? Because you've, you've battled long and hard with this guy. Uh, but as you said, he's got the ability and he's flashed that ability at, you know, numerous times, so it sort of keeps getting us in. So how frustrating has he been? Oh, it's terrible. It's um, because you're not... you sort of got to keep adjusting to what he does at the races and, and you don't get that here, you know. So it's hard to sort of, um, you know, change gear when, you know, he's sitting on a good horse and popping off it, you know, and doing everything right here. And then you go to the races and it's like a totally different animal. But... It just goes to show from home to, to the races as a, a different sort of a pressure cooker, really. And um, that's one thing he hasn't sort of learnt how to handle that, but he's slowly starting to get it. All right. Well, fingers crossed. A win isn't too far away. Hopefully you've got a two-stay double coming your way today, uh, both at Miraburra down in Victoria with not as promised, and hopefully you've got a winner or two there at that Redcliffe meeting. Best of luck later today. OK, thanks, Chris. Graham Dwyer talking to Chris Barsby. Chris, that race you mentioned on Friday, the draw is out. Akuta's drawn one. And then you've got Pembroke, Playboy, Beach Ball, Swayze, four. And then he's a sport. Spiffy's Terror, got you covered. Republican Party, self-assured. Second line, Mossdale, Ben and Artie's Express. So Akuta, one. Swayze, four. That was two miles, wasn't it, yesterday? This is 1980, a free-for-all. Mm. How so much this is going to be Akuta got off the arm, Chris? He's okay. Uh, it's an interesting start point, that one there as well for this race. So um, like the time yesterday wasn't anything super fast, Steve. They went 356.5 for the two-mile stand. Lazarus, when he won one of his cups, he went 353.1. So it wasn't breakneck speed yesterday, but I think it just underlined that these two that finished first and second, Swayze Akuta, had a fair bit on their rivals as far as class. So... This is going to be a good contest there on Friday. Uh, interesting that Akuta draws one. Interesting that Swayze's on the backup. So, as I said, it's it's going to be a really tall order for Swayze, you know, to get back here to Australia, get set for a gruelling Inter-Dominion series, four runs in the fortnight, and here he is having two runs in the week. So, bottom line, he's going to be rock-hard fit. 
But uh, obviously he's taken no harm from yesterday and they're happy to back up again. Mm, and you were spot on because I was asking you yesterday about the stand and you said, no, he'd be fine. He zipped off the stand yesterday like he'd done it a thousand times, Swayze. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference, Steve, when they're following behind runners because I think it's just that natural prog- uh, progression where they just keep going forward and, and it seems quite normal to them. So if he was drawn in close off the front row, it could have been different because they can see a lot more. But when they're sort of following through behind other horses, I think it's just a natural thing to just follow through. Yeah. Talia McMullen's with us. Well, she's been missing in action here in Brisbane over the past couple of weeks. She's been down in Sydney campaigning and with good success, but with the Botra Queensland Young Drivers Championship in action tonight, Talia returns and she's online with us now. Talia, appreciate the time. No worries, Sydney has been good for you over the past month or so. Yeah, it's been really good. It was nice to get away and have a little fresh enough and eat what was the highlight? Was it Red Right Hand or was it Scruffy Doolan winning at Menangle? Definitely Scruffy for me. Um, I own him myself now. So it was, yeah, very good, especially, you know, he probably hasn't looked like a star at home. So to be able to go down there and get a win with him, that was so special and he's a favourite of mine. Okay, so you went down with your partner Trent Leatherby. How many horses did you take down? Coming home with three, we sold a couple while we were there. Okay, not not red right hand or scruffy. No, no, the, we're bringing home red castles and scruffy and, and red right hand. We just sold a couple. We were racing at Penworth, Lydia's Art, and Herbert Bobby. Okay, <laughs> so will you do this trip again anytime soon, or was that sort of a, a plan in the making that you were happy to just uh, pull off and, and get it done? This question then, now that you've been competing down at Menangle on a 1,400 metre track and Norwell's in the making, what size track would you like to see build at Norwell? Um, I still probably think Albion. I really like Albion and I don't know if it's just because they're used to it and, and we enjoy it, but I think watching the races is a little bit boring sometimes at Menangle and I think when you talk to those people... Okay, fair points there. Let's talk about tonight, Queensland Young Drivers Championship. I'll, I'll get straight to the point here. Can you win this series? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's a bit of luck, really. Um, I think the horses I've got tonight should go okay, and hopefully we might be able to get a winner throughout the series. I'd really like to be able to win it. I think um, Keith Ferris and Danielle all have, so there's a little bit of pressure on me. 
Okay. Well, Ashley Nitro is your first drive, and she's a track specialist. She's got a nice trailing draw, two off the second row, so she should be a real threat here. Yeah, hopefully. Um, it looks like a nice draw and even have options maybe to go to the fence if that looks beautiful. All right. What about Madame West in race number four coming up with gate four? How do you analyse her form? All right. You're obviously on the way back from Sydney. The line's not the greatest. So appreciate the time, and we'll see you trackside tonight. Talia McMullen, so her and Trent Leatherby making their way back from Sydney after a successful period down there over the past couple of weeks. Success with the red right hand uh, and also Scruffy Doolan as well. Chloe Butler's going to Reckliff tonight, competing in the Botry Young Drivers Championship, and she joins us now. Chloe, good morning. Morning, Chris. Are you the boss in charge? Are mum and dad away at the moment? Are they at uh, Addington Cup Week? Yeah, I sure am. They're out there living their best life. <laughs> you, you did a trip to America earlier this year, so uh, not all that bad. No, exactly right. All right. Uh, just on your trip, and since you've been back, how have you found it? Because you're driving really well at the moment, so obviously that, that freshen up was what you needed. Yeah, definitely. I was definitely looking forward to it. I needed a holiday. I wasn't driving too good before I left, and I was glad it was coming up just to get away and restart. All right. What was the highlight of your trip to America? Um, Definitely going to all the racetracks and getting to see how they do it over there. It was really cool. So which racetrack stood out the most then? Uh, I liked the Red Mile. It was really cool. I think that was my favourite. Okay. Did you get to drive on the Red Mile? Did you do any track work? No, I didn't. I think I could have if I asked, but I, I didn't really. I was too busy sleeping in. <laughs> Did you get to the jug as well? Yeah, I was there. That was really cool. That was a good couple of days. Um, that was really exciting, actually. All right, excellent. Uh, before we talk about your drives tonight, uh, the, the, the troops, the main troops for the stable stepped out on the weekend. Hot and treacherous, Adele, funny face, funny face, of course, scoring in the Trotters sprint. How have they come through that race? Yeah, they're all really good. They're all feeling really good. Um, Hot and treacherous, he's, he was a bit tired the next day, but he's um, really good now and um, funny face is really good and Adele's really good as well. Okay, Funny Face was really impressive winning there because once she got that gap, she was able to shoot through and she won it convincingly. Yeah, I thought from the draw she'd be really hard to beat. Um, she's She go, actually goes quite nice, so, yeah, we were glad she could take it out. She's backing up this weekend? Yeah, they both are. Hopefully they can do the same again. All right. Uh, tonight at Redcliffe, uh, we'll start with these two heats of the Botry Young Drivers' Championship, uh, and you're driving in this first heat. Hey, Mr Taylor, he's got to overcome gate number six, but he's one of those horses that's always thereabouts. With a little bit of luck, he can get over the top of this field? Yeah, definitely. He's actually racing really well at the moment. Um, poor Ronnie has no luck with draws with him, um, but hopefully um, we can finish over the top. All right, so the plan is to go back and then just hopefully get over the top of him. Yeah, I think so. I think he's had a couple gut busters the last couple of weeks, so I think we might just go back and look after him and hopefully we're there in the finish. All right. In the other heat, uh, you've got a great drive here. Western Showgirl, she's a fit in for mare and she's got barrier one and it's only 17.80. Can she lead all the way? I think she can. There's going to be a bit of speed early, but I can't see why she won't be able to. 
Yeah, she's got a great record of this track and she loves being in front, so it looks tailor-made for her tonight. Yeah, definitely. I think she'll be hard to beat from there. All right, a couple of other drives for you tonight. In the first race, Spirit and Soul, drawn gate nine to the outside of the second row, but this looks a class drop for this horse tonight. Yeah, definitely. His last run was absolutely super. I think everyone forgot about him. Um, yeah, he didn't get any a crack at them at all last start, and we couldn't have been happier. So have you given us a lead here opting for Spirit and uh, Spirit and Soul over Lord of Misrule, who's won its past too, and you've been on Lord of Misrule. So is there a lead there that you're opting for Spirit and Soul? I think so. I think he'll be like really hard to beat, especially in this sort of class compared to what he has been racing. Okay. Uh, in the uh, Cup Day at the Bay Final, you're driving for Lockie Hart. Typhoon Talk, last start runner-up in the heat last Tuesday. Can it take the final? Yeah, she's definitely hit her um, straps at the right time. Um, she's in her career best form at the moment. I think we'll have to be aggressive early and hopefully we can get a good spot and finish over the top. Okay, I wanted to ask, how do you sort of play it at the start here? Gate three can be a little bit tricky, so you want to be aggressive, you want to get forward quickly. Yeah, that's it. I think we'll have to be. Um, she does have really good gate speed, so I think I might use that early and hopefully we can finish best last. All right. And your other drive tonight is your own runner in Fancy Like Barbie. This is the little grey filly looking for win number one. Has she got a Q-bread bonus in her? Yeah, she does. I think that's the only reason why me and Mander have kept it going around lately. <laughs> <laughs> Will tonight be her night? Oh, I'd like to hope so. Um, I think if she wins the race, she'll go to the paddock for a while. So if I keep, if I can tell her that and she understands, she might come out and win. Yeah. She's only tiny, isn't she? Yeah, she is, and she's actually grown a little bit. So that just shows how little she was when she first started. Do you know what size hobble she's wearing currently? Uh, no, I couldn't tell you, but I mean, it's pretty small. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like it would be small as well. So hopefully she can pick up that bonus and then uh, everyone will be happy by the sound of it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. I really appreciate the time. Uh, when do Mum and Dad get home? Uh, I think they get home on Monday. All right. Okay. So they're there for show day as well on Friday, obviously. Yeah, they are. Living their Perfect. best life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Chloe Butler joining us. So uh, good news there that she's got a couple of good drives tonight. Western Showgirl in particular. Typhoon Talk, she gave a good push to. This is the Cup Day at the Bay final. Lockie Hart's got two runners in, involved in this final. So he's qualified both Highly Respected and Typhoon Talk. They were both runner-ups in their heats last week. The man himself joins us now. Lockie, appreciate the time. Morning, Chris. Thanks for having me. Have you got the, uh, the right horsepower to take this final tonight? Uh, I'd like to think so. Um, I've been pretty happy with them the last couple of weeks. I think they've both been racing really well. So, um, yeah, I'd like to think I'll be in with a bit of a chance. Yeah. You didn't have the best of barrier draws in the heat, so tonight seems a lot fairer for you. You've come up with some good draws, gates two and three. You happy with that? Uh, yeah, I was wrapped when I uh, drew down low with both of them. So, uh, yeah, they've both got pretty good gate speed, so I'll be looking to press the button early with them, I think, and, yeah, race nice and up close. Okay. Who impressed you more out of the heats last week? Was it Highly Respected or Typhoon Talk? Um, I was pretty impressed with Typhoon Talk last week, actually. Um, you know, they sort of, they got home reasonably quick up front and she came from a bit of a bit of a ways off them and um, made up good ground late. So, yeah, I was pretty impressed with her last week. All right. Major Mondo was the quickest of the four heat winners last week. He went good time, 57-2, and he won by a good margin. But... 
barrier nine, that sort of levels things up a little bit tonight. Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, yeah, it was a good heat winner and, you know, Graham's team's flying at the moment. But, um, yeah, hopefully just, just with the advantage my two have of the front row and it drawing off the back, um, yeah, hopefully we can just stay ahead of it and uh, finish ahead of it. All right. The other one that you've got to stay in front of here is Do Little Doozy. Your dad trains it. Can you beat dad tonight? Oh, I've been staring him up since the, since the draw came out, so <laughs> I don't like to hope so. So with you guys one, two and three, in all seriousness, who do you think's got the speed to lead here? Uh, I think highly respected. Uh, she, she's got pretty good gate speed. Um, she sort of wanted to send her forward a couple of weeks back over the 2040 trip and she just didn't really show a lot of speed um, being let go just before the bend. So I think the straight run to the first turn will uh, will help her out a lot and... Um, yeah, I'm expecting her to, to find the front. All right. Well, you got Leonard Kane driving, highly respected. He's driven Do Little Doozy a number of times previously, so he would know that mare inside out, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, he, he definitely would. Um, yeah, he's driven her quite a few times. And, um, yeah, I, I think, I think um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, Lenny can push the button early and, um, yeah, all right. Well, hopefully there's a winner for the stable tonight. So uh, you've got highly respected Typhoon Talk. How many you got in work right now? Uh, just those two, actually. Yeah, just two at the moment. Okay, a little bit quiet. You're still working? Uh, yeah, still work full time, uh, five days a week, and um, just do them on the side. All right. Getting up early and uh, getting getting into it. Uh, yeah, I'm very lucky. I got a I get a lot of help at home from my fiance Chloe and dad as well. So. Awesome. Well, good luck tonight. It's a good final, that one, the Cup Day at the Bay final. So it's good to have two runners uh, qualified, highly respected Typhoon Talk. We'll see you trackside. Perfect. Thanks, Chris. There's Lockie Hart joining us. So the two runners tonight, that should be a good race tonight. Let's keep talking about Reckliff. Darren Clayton joins us now. Darren, good morning. Good morning, Chris. It's a good little uh, series, this one, the Cup Day at the Bay. The heat's on Melbourne Cup Day, the final tonight. Uh, It was strong last year, and this is going to be a very competitive race again tonight. Yeah, it's worked out well with, um, you know, the the non-tab meeting being at the Redcliffe track on Cup Day and allows, I guess, just a little bit extra money to go into that race. So it's a $10,000 race tonight, which is pretty good for just, I I guess, your typical run of the mill. And uh, I think it's 38 to 45 was the ranking band that it sits in. And it's actually a pretty strong final considering how sort of you know reasonably low on the on the ranking some of those horses are so major mondo undefeated since he's arrived in queensland three for three and he was good in his heat and um you know the the way the draws worked out with those horses that lockie's got they're both going well and um yeah it should be a really good little race that one mm, yeah the barrier draw certainly made it a, a a very competitive race what odds would you take about graham dwyer landing a two-state double today I think it'll be pretty short. Whatever you can get for uh, not as promised, I think uh, get on that, and uh, th- that that'll be about your double price because I think you can get a winner surely at Redcliffe tonight. And mm. uh, yeah, not as promised if if he goes up to his Trotters Derby race and by all reports he's going better and has settled in better. Well, um, that bodes pretty well for his efforts tonight, and the fact that uh, Nathan's taking the time to, to go down and just drive him tonight, I think that speaks highly of, of what he's 
what he sees in the horse as well. So um, really looking forward to see how he progresses through this series. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully he'll get across to uh, Christchurch as well for a shot at the New Zealand derby. So surely yesterday gave them a little bit more confidence there. Speaking of Reckliff tonight, uh, it's a good card. Where do we find your best bet? Yeah, well, I'm actually going against Graham in that first race, and uh, I've got spirit, spirit and soul on top. I think it is a really good class drop for this guy. Uh, his efforts haven't been too bad at Albion Park. It is his... Uh, he has a look at Redcliffe for the first time, which can be a bit of a concern, but he follows off the back line here with a front line that's stacked with speed and tempo, and um, that should give him every opportunity, and... Uh, horses have been working home strongly in races at Redcliffe in the past few meetings, so I've got every confidence that Spirit and Soul can swoop home over the top of them. Race one, horse nine. All right, so going with Chloe's drive there, race one, number nine. What else do you fancy tonight? Yeah, in race number three, uh, I thought uh, Music Moth's probably a little bit too short, and especially from gate six. Um, I th- And... The other option there is that's the 2040 Riverina Flash. On the other hand, he trails through nicely from gate eight. Should be in a perfect spot. Distance shouldn't concern him. Um, he's just hasn't had much go his way, and I thought he gets his opportunity here to follow through, land the good spot, and like I say, the 2040 metre trip shouldn't be a concern for him. So race three, horse eight, Riverina Flash. All right, that's 480 with tab fixed price. Spirit and sold at three dollars ninety. What about the quaddy tonight? Have you got a combo worked out? Yeah, so that first leg, um, I've got number nine, Major Mondo, on top. I just think he's shown too much in his three Queensland runs. He should be too hard to stop there. I throw in number one, do little doozy. Just think she gets all the mapping options from gate one, and that would uh, include number seven, Donnie Jones, and he was a good winner in his heat. So we'll go one, seven, nine in that first leg. The second leg, uh, I thought this was pretty open. I've got number nine, Tacker's Last Dance on top without any deal of confidence. Uh, throw in number Duke. He hasn't been too far away. He should be fitter from one run back from a bit of a freshen up. Number three, Sonny Orlando can certainly get forward and if he were to find the front um, that would certainly give him a strong hope. And number five, Chasing Dreams. Just a wide gate sort of makes it a bit tough for her but going well enough. So three, five, eight and nine. The third leg, race seven, uh, I've got number four, someone's watching on top. Um, it's interesting hearing Graham's thoughts there that um, a tricky question, are they ever going to win a race? But I, th- I think he can tonight, someone's watching from gate four, he can get forward. Number seven, NZ Fly should be tucked away, ready to, to make a closing shot and throw in number six, Craddock, if he gets it right. And the last leg, race eight, I've got number nine, Ghost Train on top. I thought this was the right type of race that uh, he can run express and, and take this major mischief. If he gets the start right, he's been an OD horse. He gets the start right, gets to the front from gate two, now he's back in the draw. He'll certainly uh, give it a bit of a shake, that's for sure. So we'll just go the two runners in the last numbers, two and nine. Okay, so repeating those numbers, we're going 179 into 3589 into 4, 6 and 7 into two and nine. The best bet, race one, number nine, Spirit and Soul, 390 right now, tab fixed. And race three, number eight, Riverina Flash, 480 tab fixed price right now. I like that one, Ghost Train. He can run Express tonight. Oh, I think he can. I don't, I don't think... Uh, and <laughs> I 
try and find a punt if I can, but uh, yeah, hopefully he can run express. He, it was a good win three starts ago, so terrific. Um, yeah, he just yeah, it's just last time out he had to sit parked, and I think that derailed his plans. So. <laughs> Uh, there you go. So we've got nine races tonight at Redcliffe. Action starts at 5.47. Just quickly, time's on the wing here. Your thoughts on Swayze winning the Cup yesterday? Oh, he was super. Um, once he found the front, it was it was game over, especially when Akuda was so far back. And, and like you said, the, the tempo it wasn't a, an overly strong run cup, cup race. So um, it certainly was in his favour once he found the front, and he proved too good. And I think just the way they pulled away from those other horses showed how much of a gap um, there is in, in that top level at the moment in the New Zealand horses. So, um, you know, no Swayze. Akuda wins that cup very easily over um, sort of the remainder. So, um, yeah, he was super. Can't take anything away. Be interesting to see how he backs up now. Mm, well, it, as I just said with Steve at the start of the show, like, uh, it, it's a daunting challenge in front of him. So he's going to start again on Friday. Then he's got to make his way back to Australia, go through the, the three heats and then hopefully the final. It, it, it's a big challenge that's been set for him. But uh, if anyone can do it, it's Jason Grimms. And his record in big races is just phenomenal, freakish. Yeah, absolutely. And not only big races, they're all... They're big races that aren't in his own backyard either. It's, you know, we see some horses absolutely dominate in their, you know, where they're, they're in their own environment. But he takes horses anywhere and wherever he takes them, they win major races. Like a Cast No Shadow won the Inter-Dominion in Victoria. Um, this horse, Swayze, won here in Queensland. He's won in the Messenger in Auckland with um, the horse he Perth. took over for that. Um, you know, you, you go through it. It's not just in his own backyard. It's wherever he takes them. So, um, you know, full credit to the to the to his skills as a horseman and um, getting those horses right on the day. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. No doubt about it. Unbelievable. Uh, Darren, appreciate the time. We'll chat uh, more on Friday. There's a lot to talk about, so we'll uh, we'll set aside more time on Friday and we'll have a uh, a good old chat and hopefully find a few winners for the weekend. No worries, Chris. Thank you.